Welcome everyone to another episode of Real Life Discussions with Pastor Rodney and Teresa. Today will be um, a continuation of the faith series, and I think you, this is you're actually going to end it, the series today. Correct? Yeah, on this, because I really wanted people to uh, hear you and your uh, okay. thoughts. Mm-hmm. On faith, so that's one reason we're going to do it. So, if you haven't listened to the last three or three weeks or so on the YouTube channel, go over to Real Life Discussion with Pastor Rodney Evans on YouTube and listen to that because this will be the final of that. Um, very quickly, I just want everybody to know that we had a good time at the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people came, and usually when we do something at the park, it'll be talking about the subjects that we have been talking about on the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. No offerings, anything taken up. It's just so everyone can say hi to everyone and fellowship yeah. a little bit. Everybody's got to sit at their own t- table. Touch, touch base. It's very casual, more of like a Bible discussion. Uh, we did meet at the Veterans Park there in Kannapolis. We had a shelter. Each family sat at a separate table. Yes. I know one couple brought their dinner. Mm-hmm. ate their dinner during the discussion. And that's fine to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we will notify you when we're going to do that. We're going to try again to do it uh, a couple times a month maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll send a text out. And it's just for people in our church to come. Uh, so you'll get a text and maybe a reminder. But we got to look and see what the weather is mm-hmm. during that week to say we can do it this week. And we can't do it on the weekends because there's so many people around yeah. the park and I just don't want to do that then. Crowded. So... That's our plan for that. Also, our plan will be starting church back around the first part of the year with everything that we have seen. They've been an outbreak at the courthouse, courthouse. The hospital. Uh, hospital, they've been, I think, 12 people had it at the courthouse. Also, I have seen that some churches that have started back in-person meetings now have went back to online. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't mean we're not in faith. We are in faith. We walk in faith. We live in faith. This is just being smart mm-hmm. at this time. So what we'll do is when we get ready to start it back at the first of the year, I'm going to try to get some of the younger people in our church to come and help me clean the whole church, wipe it down and prepare it so when we come back it'll look fresh and clean. And so that's one reason, again, we'll be starting around the first of the year and we'll get in touch with you on that. But we're going to continue our faith uh, message. And I like what Mark Twain said. I said this last week. Faith is believing what you know ain't. And then I put down here, at least not yet. And I like that word ain't because I'm from Kentucky and I know it's not uh, proper English, but it gets the word out. It's telling you in that what he's saying is you're believing something that you can't see with your natural eye. Mm-hmm. And that's what faith is. Yeah. Starting to believe something that you haven't seen in the natural yet. Then I like this part. Patrick Overton um, has said, when we walk to the edge of all the light we have and take that step into darkness of the unknown, we must believe that one of two things will happen. There will be something solid for us to stand on or God will teach us to fly. So true. You've got to take that first step. Yeah. And no matter what it looks like in front of you, you got to say, I am going to step out and I'm going to begin to believe God because it's hard telling where God will take you if you'll yeah. just begin to believe Him. And it's that first step, and it is scary sometimes. Oh, yeah. It's unknown. To take that first step. And then our scripture that we want to share very quickly is found in Hebrews 4 and 2. I love this scripture. It says, For indeed the gospel was preached to them, 
preached to us, excuse me, as well as to them, but the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. Not profit means? To benefit, to get an advantage, to, to uh, prevail. So to prevail, you've got to have the word, and it's got to be mingled mm -hmm. or mixed, and that's, I think that's what I got written down here right Blended, here. Blended, joined, mingled. So it's got to be together. Mm -hmm. So if you're speaking the word, but you're not speaking it with faith, mm -hmm. it's not going to accomplish anything. No. So you've got to speak the word with faith. It's got to be mingled together. And then we've got some things down here we just want to some, go over. Some points. Some points, yeah. And then we'll discuss those a little bit as we go, Teresa and I will. You'll never see bridges, much less walk across them, until you have the faith and courage to embark upon the faith walk. you got to make the decision. You know, I've, I've been listening to Pastor Rodney teach on this. And it's how I got saved was believing something I never saw. Mm -hmm. But believing that Jesus died on the cross and he rose the third day. It's the same thing for everything in life. You've got to say, okay, I'm going to embark on this faith walk. Yeah. I'm going to begin to believe that we're in a great covenant. Mm -hmm. I'm going to believe that God's grace is sufficient. Yeah. I'm going to believe that the promises of God are yes and amen. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to begin to believe that they're going to be active in my life. And so you've got to embark on that faith walk to see those things happen in your life. And I like what we discussed uh, at the park. This was one thing that we brought up, that a lot of people get mad because they see someone else, that God's blessing someone else, but they're not blessing them. The point is, they embarked on that faith walk mm -hmm. when we aren't. We sit back and afraid and do nothing. Yes, two. A walk of faith is a journey that has the ability to rocket every aspect of your existence into brave new realms. It is hard telling where God will take you if you'll just take that step of faith yeah. and say, okay, I'm going to embark on this. And your future, I've said this many times, is brighter than your past if you'll begin to embark on this faith walk and say, God's word said it. Yeah. It's for me. Yeah. And I'm going to walk in this. And the third one? Faith is your connection with God. It connects you with everything. It's yeah. His. It's the way that we stay connected with Him because, again, you have to believe that He is. Yeah. Uh, the fourth? Don't allow the devil to lock up your mind so that you only remember the pains of your past. Okay. Yeah. This one you and I could stay on for a while. For a long time. Because we've done this. Yeah. We have played the... Victim so many times. And we, th you would think we would learn our lesson sometimes. Yeah. And all of us, even you. Yeah. But we don't. No. We allow our past to dominate our future. Mm -hmm. We allow the devil to keep hurt, discouragement. And you read, turn over there again and read that, uh, that what we read the last. Uh, Your text basically for this whole, whole series. series. Just read yeah. the whole thing. Start up here and read this and then we'll add that to it. Mark 11, starting with verse 22. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. 
And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. We shout about the first part of that because yeah. it says you can have whatsoever you saith. Mm-hmm. But if you read this, it's connected. And this is Jesus saying this. Yeah. He is saying you can have whatsoever you saith. But then he adds verse 25 and 26. Yeah, he's telling you while you're praying this, while you're speaking to those mountains, you have to forgive. And we were doing the thing Friday uh-huh. and I had in my mind to bring that out but then Mary, Mary, Mary said hey how about the, the bottom part of this and this is where we, we, we mess up this keeps us in our past Yeah, we have our mind on what somebody else did to us mm-hmm. and I want to stress this and we love you Teresa and I do it doesn't matter if you were right or if you were wrong you have to forgive yeah. or you will stay in your past and never move forward. Yeah, and my point as a pastor and my, my, my heart as a pastor is to see you move forward, mm-hmm. seeing God take you farther than you ever thought you could go before. And to do that, you're going to have to forgive some people that you know that's done you wrong. Mm-hmm. you got to say, i got to let it go. Because yeah. it's hurting your faith walk. It's hurting God from bringing all those promises into your life. And it's hurting your family relationship. Oh, yeah. It's hurting everything. And again... Teresa and I have had to go back, and we've had to get our hearts clear. We've done it, uh, I remember, again, one time in January. Mm-hmm. We had to do it January the 1st. New Year's. New Year's Day. We sat, we cried. We bawled and asked God to get everything out of our, our life. And it wasn't 30 days we saw doors opening. Things, mm-hmm. God began to do some things. And we had to do it multiple times. Yeah. So the you and I have got to keep our heart right. Make sure that you're letting go of everything that anybody or anything has ever happened to you so God can begin to bring his fullness into your life and see those things manifest. Yeah, It's very important that you do that. In order to kind of reset yourself with yes. what you're talking about, you number one, has to make the decision you're going to, Dust yourself off, and you're going to believe again. You're going to put yourself back out there. Yeah. You're going to make that step again. And a lot of times when we've gone through this, when you're talking about hitting that reset button, you have to dig in the Word. Well, this is something that we've talked about before, too. When you're going through something, mm-hmm. you want people, you want to call people or talk to people that will agree with you. Yes. That's okay for you to be that way. Yeah. Instead of pulling you out of the pit you're in, we want people to get down in the pit. With How many us. times? I mean, we're just being real with you today. That's mm-hmm. what this podcast is all about. And when we do these, how many times have we got mad at people or get offended? Offended, mm-hmm. and we, then we had to go through the process of forgiving <laughs> them, and they didn't even know they offended. They were trying to help us. Um, that we've had to forgive people. Well, because they were giving us the word. We knew what the Word said. We just wanted someone to pat us on the back at that time. And you can't do that. You've got to get in God's Word, find out what the Word says about your situation, fellowship with people of faith. That That will tell you the truth. And sometimes it gets hot. When I say get hot, you feel the heat. Yeah. Like, again, with us. How many times has people told us, you got to do this, this, and that, and your face gets red? 
you're getting somewhat because that's not what you want to hear right then but it's the truth just like when you go to the church and your minister, a minister's ministering to you and you're sitting there and you think your spouse or somebody went and told that minister something because exactly. he's preaching straight at you and nobody did. God has people in your life that will help you get out of your pit. Yeah. And you got to listen to those people. Well, it's like the scripture that says iron sharpens iron. You know, you, you need those people in your life that are going to sharpen you, that are going to encourage you and challenge you to get out of the mess you're in. And we have realized that older as we, you know, as we get older. We've realized we needed those people more in our life, that we don't know it all. And you, you if you become unteachable, yeah. you're in you're for done. a mess. You're done. Uh, uh, faith is like the exercising of a physical muscle. It can be developed and built up as you use it. It can be strengthened or weakened. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, in other words, what you're taking in yeah. that builds your faith up or it weakens your faith. Mm -hmm. What do you listen to people say around you? Yeah. Uh, are you? Are you listening to the Word? You know, one way to build your faith up, listen to the podcast, not just one time, over and over again. Listen to YouTube channels over and over again because that builds your faith up. And but it's true. And the analogy you've used before is uh, two. One is you used to wear a rubber band mm -hmm. around your stretching, your, the stretching and you, and the Lord band. told you. And I think we need to get something printed with something on it. But you would pull that, and the Lord told you you got to keep stretching your faith, mm -hmm. stretching your faith. And the other one is we're walking now. Yeah. And so we start walking around the house in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And what's the first thing I say the first lap? You're, you're done. You I'll say, this is, this is our third lap. We're done. And she'll look and say, nope, it's our first lap. Um, because you don't feel like doing it. Yeah. It does get easier. And <laughs> Tracy, all right. It does get easier as you do it. As you get in better shape, it does get easier. When you started out, we could only do one lap. And then you moved yourself up to two. And now we're up to three. Yes. So it, it, it's not enjoyable um, for me to exercise I do enjoy the benefits mm. that I receive from it exercise. but if we weren't challenging each, each other and encouraging each other when you said okay we're done after this first lap and I said okay we'd go in the house and that would totally well, be for naught I'm somewhat joking you know that. Yeah. Um, but the same thing is true with developing your faith you've got to hang around people that will stretch you Yeah. that will to pull that out of you. That's the reason, you know, you and I, in our life, we are trying to hang around people, ministers, that we look up to, mm -hmm. that will stretch us, mm -hmm. that they, they, they want to see God's best in us, so they will challenge us. Yeah. And that's what you want as a, you know, as a pastor. I want to challenge you today to allow God to do that impossible thing in your life. Begin to stand on God's word, whatever you're going through, find scripture and Begin to say, Father, your word says by his stripes I'm healed. Yeah. Father, I'm a giver, and the word says you'll bless me. And I'm going to stand on your scripture, and I'm going to believe. Now, when you do that, the devil again will come in to bring up your past, to hold you back. But you can't do that. How many times have people give up, and they just tried it for 10 seconds? Yeah, that's not really exercising your faith. And I've always, I've always said this. The how long expectation's did, not there. No, how long did it take you to get in your mess? Oh, yeah. It's going... Now, let me say it this way. God can move supernaturally and change it like mm -hmm. that. 
but usually it's going to take some time because God uses people. Yes. You've got to stand because of the the pressures of the devil is going to try to stop you. Mm-hmm. And you've got to say, no, I'm going to constantly keep pushing through the word. And one important aspect of when you are going through something is I think you need to focus on the positive and God is working. You may not see that he's working in your situation, but you have to celebrate the wonderful yes. things that he's doing on a daily basis that you may not yeah. be seeing. Praise him, worship him. The small things. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's something you and I made a decision even a couple of years ago that we were going to praise God in those little tiny things. Mm-hmm. And as you do that, God begins to you'll begin to see God moving bigger things. Mm-hmm. So don't wait just to celebrate when the big thing happens. Yeah. Celebrate the small thing. And spend time in prayer. Yeah. Fellowship. With God. Yeah. Don't uh, don't sit and complain in prayer. No. Don't sit and give your attention to the mountain yeah. more than you do to the person who can move that mountain. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says you can have whatsoever you Same. say it. So when you pray, find scripture mm-hmm. or pray in the spirit mm-hmm. and allow God's word to dominate your prayer time. Yeah. And then sit and worship him yeah. and let him speak to you inside. He'll bring peace. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we may pray, but we don't have no time for worship. And when we don't have time for worship, it's hard for that peace to come in in that issue. And I want to encourage you that you're not going to be a one and done. (laughs) Uh, Made it through that hard time. Thank God now I can just rest. It doesn't work like that. You're going to have to choose to exercise your faith over and over and over. You know, if just the one time walking three miles and I can say, okay, I've done my exercise. Now I'm going to eat pizza. Mm, My kind of woman right there. Let's get that pizza going. You have to do it over and over and over. And each victory that you get under your belt, it's easier to believe God because he proved himself true in the one battle, in the one instance. And then you're like, when you go against it again or something, because it'll be something completely different. It could be the same battle again. Well, the thing is, with the same battle, this is this is a thing that you and I have experienced. Until you deal with that one thing, it's mm-hmm. going to keep pre- uh, popping back up again, so you've got to deal with it. The, uh, the next the thing... The other thing is, you're going to be generally walking against the status quo. I mean, any in faith walk generally doesn't make sense to people to you or to people around you and you will always have those people that are that are faith killers um i got a message on that oh yeah they're going to come in and try to douse that they're going to come in and try to pull you back down misery loves company they're not going to want to see you get out elevated because they don't want to pay the price to get it Mm-hmm. So they don't want to see you have it. Well, and the devil's not going to roll over and go, okay, Susie has now discovered the scripture about healing. I'm My work here's done. I'm just going to leave her alone. 
that doesn't end it. You're, it's a battle, and a battle is back and forth. Mm-hmm. Sometimes little skirmishes that you have to go through, you have to hold through to the end. Well, then again, you've got to watch who you wrap yourself around. Mm-hmm. You've got to watch who's speaking to you. Again, faith come by hearing the word, but also negative talking, bad things mm-hmm. will destroy your faith. Yeah. So you've got to watch who you allow to speak into your life. I mean, I talk to a lot of people, but very few people I'm going to allow to speak into my life because that's what changes you. And you've got to get the job done. You've got to see it through to the end. Yeah. It's it's not easy. A a lot of times it's not pretty. Um, There's ups and downs. Well, let's go really quickly. Uh, We're not going to go around and read, but in Hebrews 11 and 3, I believe, uh, that we talked about during this, and I think I even brought it up Friday. You know, you, it's a faith chapter. Mm-hmm. And in that faith chapter, it talks about different people of faith. And it says that they did not see the promises. No. But they did see them afar off and they embraced them. In other words, they brought them close like, I know this is going to happen. Yeah. Now, they experienced some of the blessings and promises of God as they was walking in faith. But their full outcome of some of the stuff is still happening today. Exactly. So you have... As Teresa just said, you've got to get the job done. done. And we have to protect our faith. Mm-hmm. You have to, uh, just like a farmer when he plants a crop, yeah. uh, he protects it. Yeah. He makes sure that any rodents that would eat it is or not the there. Weeds. The yes. weeds come in. It's just like a, a seedling. You know, like you mentioned, a farmer, when you first see that push up through the ground you get so excited yes my grandfather's working that seed that you planted is 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 coming alive your job's not done then you've got to keep it watered you want to make sure that you don't allow the birds to pick it up or the deer to eat it there's so many things that you have to put into play in order to see it through to the end so you have to protect yourself yeah you know, like what we were saying with from the elements, you've got to protect uh, yourself of what you're reading, what mm-hmm. you're seeing, what you're hearing, mm-hmm. how your senses are being used because it affects your faith walk. It affects the outcome. Yes, because it can discourage you. Yep. It can get you down. But if you're constantly feeding yourself the Word of God, and you're praying, you're worshiping, worshiping, that's going to build your faith up. It's going to protect that seed of faith. Yes. So, and that's the main thing right now is protecting that seed of faith. We talked about that in the first part of the series. So go back and listen to that if you haven't, or if you have, do it again. Uh, I've enjoyed this today. I always enjoy being on this podcast with you. You're such a blessing. Oh, thank you. And I love you so much. And she's just so gorgeous. Um, (laughs) She always tells me, oh my God. Listen, Teresa and I love you. And we are praying God's best be your spirit, soul, and body. And let me just do a quick prayer with him also. Heavenly Father, we come in your presence. I thank you for everyone that's listening to this podcast right now. Lord, we speak over them healing. We speak over them anointing, Father. We speak over them breakthrough. Lord, we we pray for our president right now, Father, and all those that affected with the coronavirus. We believe God's going to move supernaturally. We believe what the word says, by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. And Lord, we declare that today. And Lord, we just thank you for the promises of God, that they're yes and amen. Lord, I just thank you for everyone at Real Life, everyone that's listening to this uh, podcast. And we, again, pray for God's best to be their spirit, soul, and body. In Jesus' name. We love you, and we will see you next week.